Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, comedian Mike McCallan. Ah, it's been crazy, you guys. It's been, um, it's always been crazy. It's just a crazy year in general. It's kind of a garbage year. Like, let's just erase... 
2020, you know? Let's go right into 2021. Hopefully we'll have less diseases like the bubonic plague and the Spanish flu, and maybe that's the same one. I really don't know. <sighs> and then uh, Canada. Canada is just going cray-cray banane I read an article. Canada. The Canadian government, on their Canadian government website, says that they're uh, for safe sex during the pandemic. They're um, instituting um, glory holes in public restrooms so that you can still have safe sex, but with the proper social distancing, you know? There has to be a wall between you. So uh, glory holes is the way that the Canadian government is staying safe. Man, I think it's another four years that I, until I can go into Canada, you know, with my, my vigilantism and my criminal history of smoking marijuana and throwing juice box, boxes at cops. But yeah, that's a place I'd like to go. Let's try out the glory hole life, man. You know? That's a great way, too, is if you feel a little bit of a bigot and you're like, I want to be less of a bigot, go into a men's glory hole bathroom. They also have unisex bathrooms up there in Canada. So accepting and polite up there. I love that, you know? Unisex bathroom, beard, the JJ, whatever you want, man. Let it happen. Let it flow. Let the liquid snow flow. Ah, liquid snow. What another word for semen. Anyway. Guys, for this episode, this is the second half of my episode, with my podcast I did with Chef John Amon. Um, we talk about a lot of different stuff. I think at one point we talk about uh, that he wants to grow mushrooms. And... Um, uh, he specifies not magic mushrooms, but then he goes ahead and tells me how to grow magic mushrooms. I paused it at one point because I said, dude, you can't be given specific instructions like that. All right. That's how we get in trouble. Anyway, I've never done mushrooms personally. You know, people who know me, know me best would say, Mike, you should never do mushrooms. You're crazy, and I can't imagine the super cray-cray stuff that goes on in your messed-up little noggin up there. Do you really want to see all those monsters painted in real life right in front of your eyes? My answer to them is maybe. Let's see how I feel that day, you know? Maybe I'm bored. Maybe there's nothing on TV. Maybe there's not a book I haven't read. Maybe I want to look in the mirror and see my alternate self pull off my face and then write a bit about it. That seems interesting to me. But you know what? Whatevs. Yeah. My best friend's sister is also a comedian. Actually has two sisters that are comedians. But when you grow up with four sisters out of quadriplets, you know, two becoming comics is not the worst thing in the world. You know? One could have been a dentist. Yeah. But uh she was telling me about her mushroom stories when I was hanging out with my with them for my best friend's wife's 
um, which is another one of my best friends, you know. But they're married. I was hanging out for her birthday, and his sister, who's also comic, Allison Harding, comes up and she's telling me stuff. I was like, why do you have a more interesting life than me? You know? But then later in the night, she said the same shit to me after hearing my juice box story and a few other altercations that I have been the sole responsible party of causing and instigating. She turns to her brother and she says, man, you've, you guys live a crazy life. I was like, I disagree. He is a smart, educated man who hangs out with a stupid, impulsive, wild card comedian. I might as well be a grifter. All right? Pretty unstable. A little bit crazy. A little bit. Look at me. Look at me. Lying to you guys. I'm totally banana pants crazy, but, you know, that's just the way you got to roll in life sometimes. Do you live life wondering, why does my family not like me? You know, they love me, sure, because they're obligated to. But... Do they like me? No. I'm not invited to a lot of parties. But to be honest, I don't I want to go to a lot of their parties. Not because I don't love them, I do. And not because they don't love me, they totally do. They're obligated to. They have to. But I don't know. We're just different people, you know? They like to talk about the glory of Trump and off-roading and liking to go glamping out in the middle of the desert for days and that's cool you know if you don't know what four-wheeling is it's off-roading you're in a jeep usually i don't know why it's specifically jeeps but usually it's specifically jeeps i had a chevy blazer 1990 k5 and i four-wheeled with that thing i beat the shit out of it and i've regretted it ever ever since right <sighs> I've seen the new Bronco. That thing's badass as flipping bananas. Try not to curse as much, you know? Why settle on that as a punchline? It's like saying the word bitch. I like the word bitch because of the connotation. Because it means you're weak. And it also means like, hey, bitch. But it's also derogatory toward women. And, um, I have a conscious, you know, I might be a dirtbag comedian, a little crazy, but strangely watching the magicians on sci-fi really opened my eyes. Margo, one of my favorite characters, strong independent woman, calls everybody, all guys like cock and balls, even girls too. If you're being a weak, sensitive person, you your penis and set of testicles because all you have to do is flip flick the head of someone's dick or testicles and they will go down you would debilitate a man just by a simple flick of your finger all right but women and i've said this before they can birth women i mean no they can birth men and women i don't know they can birth people you know it all comes back together, not to be crude. <sighs> Bleeds for like a week out of the month, every month. 
Men don't have to deal with any of that complicated shit. That's why we're so selfish, to be honest. We've had no hardships as far as biology, you know? We've no biological hardships that we ever have to do. At the worst thing, we turn 13 and we have an uncontrollable boner all the time and you have to tuck it into your waistband. But maybe some acne. I struggled with acne as a kid, oily skin, you know? But uh, I don't know. Not many hardships as far as that. I, in particular, you know, different than the average fella, you know? I'm a, uh, I technically, most men say this is what Kleinfelters is. So most men are XY chromosomes. That's what their chromosomes are built off. That's what makes them all that they are. Women are XX. That's their chromosomes. XX. Me, 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 me. Mike McCallan's chromosomes. XX. X. XY. That's a lot of X's. Not a lot of Y's. Now, what does this mean? Well, it means my torso is just a little shorter than... um, you know, other people's torsos. It doesn't do do anything about my height. I make up for it in my legs. Now, the tall, skinny bird legs hold up my tiny little bot, bird body. So I'll probably never have a six-pack, but it's whatever. Those are underrated. I was broken up with once before because it was either a six-pack or over. And uh, that cold gold digger person is out of my life now. Knocked up and then shotgun wedding. Anyway, chills. Yeah, what? Whatever. But yeah, so my body doesn't produce enough testosterone, and there's different levels of Kleinfelters. You know, I'm more on the severe side. You know, but I'm also um, I don't produce estrogen, and I don't. That's not a thing of Kleinfelters. That's something else. It. Because I've heard people say that before. I was like, no, 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 no. All that's the same. I just don't produce enough like testosterone to develop muscle without taking synthetic testosterone therapy shots. And uh, also, obviously, my hormones are disbalanced. So I'll have some craziness up there. Women have to deal with it every month. Why shouldn't I have to deal with it my entire life? And if I'm on my medication, if I'm on my testosterone shots, then that it's cool, mostly, you know? I have a little bit of a hothead, but that's mostly genetic. And uh, I'm easily addicted to substances. And most people with Kleinfelters are. Now, um, misconception being the small penis thing. I don't like talking about it because it seems egotistical, you know? But don't have one. That's not a symptom of Kleinfelder's. Small testicles, yes. Enlarged penis, yes. Small penis, no. Although there are the, you know, the far cases every now and then again. But for me in particular, I'm pretty happy with it, you know? Not going to say it's big. Not going to say it's medium. But it's in between the middle of them. 
But my testicles, on the other hand, they're the size of two little baby quail eggs. My, uh, medically, technically, my left testicle is the size of a eight-year-old boy. And my, uh, right testicle is the size of a ten-year-old boy. Now, I'm, th I'm a thirty-year-old boy. I'm thirty years old. My testicles should be hanging down by my knees, but I've never had any complaints about my testicles, to be perfectly honest, by any person. Gender non-specific. I'm open-minded. This is 2020, bitches. Damn it, Mike. It's 2020, goblins. I am talking to you. But yeah. Never any complaints about... Like, testicles are kind of weird. They're just hanging there, you know? Mine are at least out of the way. I almost forget they're there sometimes. Do I have a high chance of getting someone pregnant? No. No, I do not. I do not have a great chance at all. It's actually in the high 90s of the negative percent chance I have. Doesn't discourage me, though. I personally don't believe that I should have the responsibility of raising another human being other than myself, who I can barely take care of. Right now, as a person, I'm too much. I'm too childlike, you know. I'm, I'm just a Peter Pan, if you will. As far as life and not wanting to answer to responsibilities and doing whatever I want all the time. But, you know, never say never. You know, maybe I'll meet a. I don't. My mom is so weird. She's always told me she wants me to meet a kind nice Irish lady in Ireland and have redheaded Irish babies. First of all, why would you wish having redheaded children on me? Would you really want that for those kids? To be raised with a father who thinks they're less of a person? I mean, really? No, that's a joke. I actually... You know, it's dark, but I'm technically a redhead. You know, it's dark, 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 almost darkish brown, reddish brown. But in the right light, there's a red halo. But I'm right, I'm, I'm glad it's in the right light, right? You can't walk around. You can't wear black leather jackets if you have red hair. You have to wear something like brown. You can't wear red if you have red hair because it's just too much red. That's why black people are so lucky. I tell my friend Floyd this all the time. He's a musician. He's a rapper. Look him up on Spotify. It's F-L-O-Y-Y-D. It's pretty good music. He's a hip-hop artist. I'm going to do a podcast with him when he comes into town on Monday. Well, he's going to stay at my house, so for sure he's doing a podcast. You know, last time he was in town, earlier in May... I haven't seen him a long time. We drank. We had fun. But I'm not going to waste that kind of content again, you guys. All right? If we're going to do that shit again, it's going to be either on camera, on camera or on the podcast. And I'll be uploading shit to Patreon, too. I have one up there for easily ir irritated, but it's just... It's not up yet, you know? 
procrastinated. It's the thing I do the most and the best. But, you know, I have all the studio equipment. My studio is great. Got sweet lights. Got a sweet camera. Got a sweet dog. Cassie, the queen. I should do things, especially during the pandemic. I should be working extra for you guys. Doubling down on everything. Podcast. Get the video version of the podcast going like I've been promising forever. You know, get my shit together. It's hard. It's hard when you're a mess. It's hard when you're a hot mess. I don't know why that is an insult, by the way. A hot mess. I thought it implied you're hot and you are also a mess. Because I was going to special effects makeup school in L.A. So I'm a makeup school. Because I'm also a master makeup artist. I know. I'm a man of many talents. But uh, no successes at it. So, you know. But then again, the time I could have spent being successful at being a makeup artist or a writer, spent the time thinking of tags to make fun of that short shorts guy who cut in front of me. I spend a lot of time writing stupid nonsensical jokes when I could be using that time to research his finance, to research financing, marketing, day jobs that could help me, you know? Instead, I focus on comedy. And it's led me here to this pandemic. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's... All this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own. All right. When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, Let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimal listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money. But, you know, 
two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers, advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's, it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison of how massive your show is, mans. Dudes, whoa, mans, join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. Anyway, Klein filters. Yeah, it's not that bad, you know. I'm not a huge fan of needles, so I don't like poking myself every week, but, you know, could be worse. It could be diabetic, too. That's a second needle, and that's in your finger. That's not even in your thigh muscle. That's like a sensitive finger poke, and then you have to wait for it. You're like, oh, is it going to come? Huh? Huh? It's like that waiting moment. I don't like it. Anyway, this has been a long enough intro for a simple second half of a podcast. Anyway, happy Monday, everybody. And I hope you like our guest, John Amon. Hang out with him. He's a cool guy. He's a very good chef. If you want to watch him on, um, if you want to watch him on YouTube, look up his uh, cooking segments for the news. They're pretty cool. Make some awesome meals. He uh, is the head chef up in a restaurant and a uh, retreat, actually, for the 1% up in uh, Lake Pleasant, Arizona. And he's a cool guy. We talk about him wanting to do stand-up and kind of things like that and him wanting to do his own podcast. And I tell him, dude, go for it, man. The more the merrier can't be famine thinkers man i want this whole community i want to start a community you know be on each other's shows i don't know how to cook that well but you know i'll fuck up for you makes great content i i would i would like that you know but yeah i'm gonna release on wednesdays you know all during the pandy all right i've structured it 
we're doing it. So Wednesdays are uh, lost episodes, all right? Lost episodes just for the pandy. Just the pandy quarantine lost tapes. Mostly conversations between myself and another comic that I'm a friend that I'm friends with, Travis Clark. I'll release those for you. And um, their phone conversations have recorded both sides, so the audio quality is not going to be like a hundred percent the way it is on this podcast usually. But um, you know the audio quality was spotty on John Amon's too. It's um. We kept walking away from the mic and everything. You know how it is, you're drinking and everything, smoking pot, hanging out. I've since structured it around that, so everything's going to be copacetic and nice from now on. But, you know, it's a bumpy start for things when you're trying new things, you know? It's just the way life is. Anyway, try to get some other guests on for the Lost Tapes episodes, and those will be for on Wednesdays. But the regular podcast... Mondays and Fridays, or sorry, Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays are when Easily Irritated is always scheduled to come out. We will not miss days, my wear pups. We will not miss days. All right, Goblinites, well, enjoy this podcast, part two, John Amon, part two. Follow him on Instagram. I'll put all that shit in the under in the description you know follow john amon on instagram follow myself on instagram mike mccown comedy and uh john sesson is his instagram name but uh his real name is john amon and follow him on youtube and anywhere that he puts out stuff you know i found his clips on youtube and for the news watch it live he's a cool guy I met him in a dark place. You know, I met him in the hole in Maricopa County Jail at LBJ, Lower Buckeye Jail, in the hole, restrictive housing. So that wasn't a fun time, but, you know, uh, we talk about it a little bit, but, you know, I kind of forget. We We were partying during that episode. He's a partier, that one. So I had to keep up. And I'm not used to that kind of partying, you know? Used to weed. Used to weed and maybe some alpha brain pills really kick it, kick out. Or 1080p, you know? Anyway, enjoy this episode of Easily Irritated with my guest, John Amon. <laughs> That could be nuts. Yeah, I could have been OnlyFans, just me. My only biggest fear is what if my dad finds it by accident? What if it... I found his black dildo when I was a child. Whose? My father's. Did he use it on himself or his mistress? We don't know. Should I say that? I don't say it's not his I mean, he's your dad. It's really easy to find out. They're still married. They're happy. She knows about it. You're not surprising anybody. Well, you know, it's... it's. 
I ask why it's his and not hers because he clearly found something happening to know it was his. If I showed you the purchases on Amazon that I've purchased and then canceled, you'd be like, all right. How do you purchase and cancel? You return it or you have it in your cart? No, you just, you purchase it, you feel immediate shame for it, and then you try to cancel it. How do you do that? You can't though. No, of course you can. Oh, how? You just hit cancel. Oh, that's like still before a certain point. Like Once it says like. Yeah, if I get a mouth pussy delivered to my door, I know it's too late. Oh my god. Yeah, it was a pocket pussy, and it had a vagina on one end, and it was a weirdly realistic. And then a strange, strange realistic mouth and teeth. <laughs> and I was like... What color was it? I was like, I partly want this to rape it, but I also like... It's kind of funny. What skin, what skin tone was it? It was white because they don't make black ones. It was just like it's the sex shops that are racist. It's not me. I would I prefer uh, Filipino, but you know that's what just color me. white? Like a white, like a Caucasian color white, or like a like a white paint? It was like white silicone. Oh my god! <laughs> so it was like pinkish white. <laughs> Super funny. Oh, speaking of which, dude, there's a sex shop right next to me. I found out the other day. So there's one called. Do you know the... where who works at that? No, that's Doctor Chick. Oh great! I could go in there. At a sex shop. Yeah, that's how you met. No, oh. I just found out she works there. Oh god! So there's this one sex shop down the road from an apartment I work I lived in, called uh, Castle Maysore, and there's uh, a cage out front. It's out. It's like you can see it from the road. It's I've like been that one. Yeah, but like on a Sunday morning when you go to the Denny's across the street, they're like hosing out the cage. Oh my god. And you're like... Is it the one that people masturbate in? I don't know what the fuck happens in it, but I mean, yeah, fuck, Saturday night is probably wild in the (laughs) fucking cage over there, dude. Because I know there was, when I went in there, there was like a room where there was guys and you could just see like their the top of their shoulders and... I asked what the room was, and it was, like, tinted, and but you could see girls, like, dancing and stripping in there, and they said those are uh, masturbation booths, and you just go in there, and there's a glass between you and the girl, and they're stripping and playing with themselves and stuff, and you're just <laughs> masturbating in this public place. <laughs> Can people see you? Uh, n- not other people, but obviously I saw the tops of the heads of the guys, because it was tinted, but it's not black. And then, like... You're not touching the girls at all? No. What a fucking stupid thing to do. (laughs) Right? That sounds filthy. (laughs) It's probably out of business this time of year. They're COVID friendly. There's glass in between them. Yeah, but the guy next, it's like a movie theater. But even worse, I guess, when it comes to spreading germs. Or not. I don't know. I know movie theaters are probably done, right? Yeah. For good? AMCs are shutting down. Like, for good, for good? Yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah. I mean, it's believable. I mean, it was kind of uh, dying anyway. People that don't want to watch movies that are just coming out, that they're excited to see with their friends and family, with complete strangers as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and also how, I mean, if... I just don't really know how this thing fucking spreads... 
But how would you fucking sterilize a fucking movie theater, dude? That'd you can't. Be, that's a lot of people. That's like a stadium, you know? The th- gross sexual things people have done in movie theaters. I'm drinking beer in movie theaters. Yeah, I get fucked up in movie theaters. I mean, when I was a teenager, I'm not going to lie. I've done some things. I've spilled beer in movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I've done some things. I fingered a girl, I'll be honest, in a movie theater. <laughs> It was like my achievement, like, you know, that's about as far as you can go in a movie theater. And I, and I went there. I went there. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I don't think I broke any laws or anything fucking weird, but. Yeah, but we just put allegedly in front of it and it makes it okay. Is that breaking a law, technically, or is that just weird? If you're just, caught. If you're caught, is that breaking the law? If you're fingering someone in a movie theater? Or is I it guess just... not if they're if they're not exposed. Yeah, right. No, they're not exposed. Because if you're touching yourself in the movie theater, like I know Pee Wee Herman got caught for it, but he must have been showing Ween at least. Because like if I had my hand in my pants and someone was like, "Sir, sir, what are you doing?" Like I doubt. I think I was itching my nuts. Like I was touching my clitoris. I wouldn't side. have been jacking off. That's the thing, you know, like. I feel like that's almost unexcusable, even if it is hidden in your pants. However, you're like mac and face with some chick, your hands in her pants. Is anyone going to press charges in that situation? And what would the charge be? Like, I don't know. That just, I don't think that's a problem. No. Not saying you should do that, right? That's something that a 14, 15 year old who gets dropped off is getting themselves into. Yeah. Speaking of myself, I'm not trying to encounter anybody fingering and that's just weird for the people around you I would imagine <laughs> I fingered a girl backstage while I was stage managing well that's cool everybody likes a little finger action she's a stage hand just do a quick finger in every now and then maybe I shouldn't say that because there's a power dynamic now it's a hashtag me too if anything I my hand was just out there and she backed into it if anything she assaulted my fingers oh you just did a quick one time finger it was like a weird thing it's please continue it was a weird fingering stage thing that was brought on and initiated by her and it led to her stalking me for six years. So you really got in there. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yep. Apparently she's a virgin. Yeah. And she never forgot about it. That was something that... And then she broke into my house years later. Yeah. Things happen like that. Actually, last year while I was in jail, she was uh, dropping up when I was working at the real estate company. She dropped off man panties to me. What's that? Like thongs. Like laced, but like laced thongs. What do you do with that? I gave him, I smuggled them into work for a while and I put them on Josh's head after wearing them around. <laughs> I would not even consider. I thought, I, but I had, in fairness to like me, I had no respect for Josh. <laughs> yeah, no, I have very little respect for him as well. However, he put peanut butter on my pillow, and I put peanut butter on his shoe, and suddenly I was a bad guy. Well, yeah, anytime someone leaves anything on your pillow in jail, I'm pretty sure you're just supposed to leave that person alone. Oh my god. 
I never told you what I did to him, what me and Joker did to him. We terrorized that kid with the candy bar thing. Oh, Jesus. So I was ordering comp- I was ordering the commissary one day, and um, I order a lot of candy. And I buy a lot of candy now, too. And so um, I was thinking about what you said about the candy bar thing. I was like, Joker. Because he, he loved fucking with Josh because he just, like, freaked out. He, he was so gullible, but he acted so hard. I, I never and that's met, my favorite type of I never of person. messed with Joker. No. He was in the working pod, but, like, way in the beginning. Yeah. But anyways, um, so I was like, hey, will you go in on, in on it with me if I buy a payday? And he goes... What if you buy Snickers and I buy a payday? Or I you buy a payday and I buy a Snickers. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's only the payday thing. I'm sure that's the, I think that's the prison thing. And he goes, I think we can make it work with a Snickers. It's still filled with nuts. <laughs> I don't know if it matters <laughs> what the candy bar is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, the YouTube says, uh, spe- specif- a video specified, uh, payday but you know i've never been to prison so i think it's more of a gesture right yeah and that's what's like the whole thing is that now you're dependent on someone from that gesture or something i don't know well i'm glad you said that because it makes what the joker did all the more creepy (laughs) yeah so he has a theory he was like hey man i have really girlish handwriting and i was like i mean I guess I write girly too. Like, how do you mean girly? And he was he loops them and shit. Like he does the little spirals and little hearts. You on mean his he things. writes in cursive? He writes in girl cursive, where he does too many swirls of the letters and he does too many hearts over the eyes. And how where did he learn that? He's secretly gay. I don't know. Is he? I don't know. No, it's not. He dates too many like muscly bitches. Oh, he's gonna buff girls. Yeah. It's confusing. I don't think it work. I don't think it'll work if you're also muscular. I recently got with a buff girl, and it was not that cool. She is very attractive in the sense of photos, but when you're with someone who's five foot but really buff, it's just not something I'm into. I don't like. I don't like really tiny girls. I like tiny girls. I like, I don't like short girls because I dated a really short girl who was like really short and it was, it was hard to dance with her. Yeah, no, I don't want to date anybody under under five five two. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll make an exception, but. So the Joker wrote this note and he said, um, says, uh, I've been watching you, and I think you're really cute. Do you like me back? Check yes or no. Oh. <laughs> and he left the Snickers there. Oh, my God. But how he left the Snickers there is because Josh was sleeping, so he put it right by, right in his eye line of when he was sleeping, so he'd see it right when he woke up, laying on top of the note. <laughs> he wakes up, and he looks at it, and it's like, it's night. It's like Sunday, but it's like, you know, Sundays suck, so it's like... Everybody's there, right? Everybody's there, yeah. So it's like, um, 
Uh, he was like taking a nap and he woke up at night and he's like, hey, because me and Joker were having lunch together and he goes, hey man, like what the fuck? Did you see who left this note? And I was like, no. And he's like, who left me a Snickers, man? And I was like, good for you, buddy. And he was like, no, 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 no. Somebody wants to make me my bi- their bitch. <laughs> Is he sketching out? Yeah, he's sketching out. And he goes all across work furlough to every single person. Goes, hey man, did you leave the Snickers on my pillow? <laughs> And then he sees another dude eating a Snickers, and he runs up to him, and he freaks out, and this is near the end of it. And he goes, Why would it matter that that guy had Snickers Where'd you get that? And he was like, my locker? And he was like, did you see someone leave the Snickers on my pillow? And the guy goes, some guy walks up to him and goes, do you not want the Snickers? And he goes, no, I don't want the Snickers. And he like threw it away on the ground. And then some guy picks it up and eats it, and he was like, I'll take it, man. Like, what the fuck? And he goes, no, somebody wants, like, and it became this gossip thing. And then, like, somebody comes up to me. So I heard someone's uh, trying to do gay shit, huh? And I was like, yeah. Faggots, right? <laughs> like, people are coming up to the Joker and stuff. <laughs> They're like, man, can you believe this shit? Can you believe this shit? <laughs> it work furlough, this gay shit's happening? I was like, he was like, I know, right? You can't get rid of him. Oh, fucking unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. So is that anything that the DOs can get upset about? Like, no. I mean, maybe. I like, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. <laughs> because uh, he fell asleep that night. And he goes, and I go, uh, hey, should I put the Snickers on a pillow? And he goes... I have a better idea. And he unpeels the Snickers and he puts it in his mouth because he sleeps drooling with his mouth open. He puts it in there and it said, and he left another note and it said, Hey, I came to cuddle with you for a while, but you were asleep, so I just stroked your hair for him and I gave you a midnight snack. Oh my God. And he wakes up and he said he didn't go back to, we were already asleep by the time he woke up and realized that. He said he woke up and he stayed up the whole night because he's like, when is this motherfucker going to come back? <laughs> oh my god, dude. I couldn't wait to get out the next day and be like, fuck right? this place. <laughs> I woke up that morning and I was like, I, I thought I slept in because I have a problem waking up in the morning. And I like, and I ran up to him and I was like, dude, they already call like the nine o'clock because it's like, it's about that time. And he's like, yeah, man, they already they called because he leaves a half hour later than me. And he was like, yeah, they already called, called and everything. I was like, and I was freaked out for a second. He goes, no, I'm just kidding. And I was like, fuck you, man. I don't even feel bad what I did to you last night. And I was, I was like, and he was like, what? And I was like, nothing. So we did this joke, right? And then he was like, I knew that was fucking you. That's how I found out. Yeah, because I... I lashed out at him in spite. <laughs> got reeled in. Yeah, it got reeled in. That's super funny. And, um, yeah. I remember there was a fight with a guy who had one leg. So he told me about a story. Yeah. About how he got in a fight in a shower with one leg. And I was just like, really? Pete? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know Pete, too? Yeah. He's my soulmate in the hole. That's hilarious. Did you know him in the hole? Yeah, we, I 
I met him in the hall at some point. We crossed paths. So I know he's headed to prison at some point. Dude, yeah. how, dude, how he got like popped was fucking crazy. Well, he had how many DUIs? Four, three. Yeah, he had already been to prison, but they caught him at his house. I think it was more like he made it to his driveway. Yeah, but they said they knocked on the door. Oh. And then he answered. And then they said, were you driving today? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I smell liquor in your breath, so you're coming with me. That sucks. Right? Didn't he he hit a car, though? Yes. He uh, love-tapped a guy. But, you know, that's everybody's story, too. Like, um, I was road-tested twice. And the first time, I definitely had an attitude problem. And the second time, I definitely had an attitude problem. And I definitely had an attitude problem when the marijuana specialist told me I had green tongue syndrome and to just admit that I had smoked marijuana. I was like, dude, I smoke cigarettes too. And he was like, cigarettes aren't green. What's green tongue syndrome? He's like, he could tell I... He's like, I can tell you smoke smoked marijuana today. And I was like, and how's that, sir? And he was like, because your tongue's green. And I was like, is it now? My tongue has never been green. <laughs> and I smoke weed all day. I was like, I am. I was like, do you burn a rose and does it burn red? And he was like, I don't know. I don't smoke marijuana. I was like, you're the marijuana specialist. You don't know how long it stays in your system. Yeah. He didn't know how long it like did any of that shit. He was like, oh, no, I don't do it. But it's your job to know things. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to do it. I waited 45 minutes for you to get here. For And then at the end of it, he was like, yeah, you're not high. And I was like, I know that. <laughs> I'm perfectly aware of that right now. He was like, hope I see you do comedy sometime. I was like, I hope you do too. Yeah. I hope you come in. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I recognize you. Right? I hope I'm not jaded by somebody. Like, I I would love to think I would recognize a, one of the DOs. But I don't know if I would. Especially because uh, you can't see the audience when you're up there. So I'd have to recognize them when, when I was, like, coming up. Because it's so bright up there. I, I wouldn't. I would never. I probably could walk past one in the store and not think twice about it. I, I would. I think I think with people I don't even have seen in general pop, I I probably never recognize any of those people unless it was like one of the crazy people and I saw yeah. like them on the side of the road pissing on a building or something, you know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I've been blowing off seeing this guy in general population. I'll probably never see him. Yeah, I'll I will. Take him forever. It's like he's nice to me and stuff, but I also know he was a he's a heroin addict. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with someone like that. I mean, I'm one to talk. I do weed, copious amounts of weed, but it's medical technically. He's heroin. I don't know if you can do medical heroin. I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. No, you. you can get... <laughs> hey, this is medicinal. I've got glaucoma. <laughs> I mean, with fentanyl and stuff, it's pretty much the same shit. Dude, dude. somebody overdosed to work for a little from fentanyl. Who? Um, just some, like, kid. They were in work for a little and they overdosed? Yeah, and I'm, like, so naive. Apparently they talk about it all the time. I just, like, didn't pick up on it. Because he'd be like, uh, 
some guy would be like, yeah, I saw you being drug tested the other day. And he goes, yeah, he asked me if I did weed. And I was like, no, I don't do that stuff. And I was like, oh, so he's on something. I just don't know what. And then he over that he wasn't breathing, and the Joker was right next to him. And that that was before Josh got there. So, actually, Josh's bunk, um, like four people had OD'd on and died. Oh, the guy died. Yeah, there uh, two alcoholics and um, uh, a fentanyl and um, some some old guy just like died in his sleep. <laughs> He's like. All right, you're at the end of your life. You're just going to die in your sleep and work furlough. I met this old guy in furlough. He uh, was in there for... Um, he, had a, a, he had a hooker in his passenger seat and cocaine. He's a shorter, older man, white hair. Uh, he wore the same, like, you know, cargo shorts and white shirt every day. And, uh, yeah, he had to do, like, six months of it. Poor old man. You know, his back was <laughs> fucked. I always that. think about that. I was like, God, that's like, it sucks now, but like, I could take it. It sucks like when you're old like that. I'd be like, dude, what am I, where is my life choices led me? And, well, yeah, I mean, that's like fucking Epstein did, did work release at one point, right? Yeah. He probably had the same experience. Just sleeping on a fucking cot. There were some people in the hole that didn't even have mattresses. They're just sleeping on concrete. There's one guy, yeah. That's a I know punishment. Sure. That's what they probably do in Siberia. Um, oh God, what was his name? He used to say it all the time. He's this black guy, and he was like fucking crazy. Maverick or something? Yeah, John, something, something. He had like three names, and he'd wake up in the middle of the night or middle of the day and just be like, Stop saying my name! Like, dude, no one's saying your name. I'm reading a book. That's funny. He'd be like, he'd um, I, I yelled something at him once. We're yell, yelling back and forth at each other. And he goes, um, he goes, uh, he says something about my Kleinfelter syndrome. I was like, fuck you, you're not a doctor. And he goes, how'd you know that? I was like, because you're not a fucking doctor. Was he all he goes, did they? T-? Yeah, he got serious for a second. And like borderline like angry. Like I was a double agent. He's like, did they fucking tell you that? And I was like, what's happening? I can't be stuck in this conversation anymore, man. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. <laughs> We're not in reality anymore. Yeah, you don't get it. That's yeah. Here. There's, my favorite was the most popular tattoo was the last name across the top of someone's back like a jersey in a sports team. Oh, yeah, that guy. Everyone's got it, dude. Everyone's got it. It's just like, why? Everyone already has that tattoo. Man, I wish you would have met Roman, my other uh, cellmate. And, like, I think that's why everybody thought I was crazy, too, because people would um, want to switch cells. with. I switched cells with the guy who, ca- who kept thinking everybody was calling his name originally because he kept smashing my stuff around and stuff. I was like, listen, man, I can't hit you because it's a hate crime because I'm white. <laughs> and he didn't have a mattress at that time either? No! Did he take yours? No, I tried to get him one. I was like, hey, man, my cellmate doesn't have a mattress. Can you get him one? And he goes, he doesn't, like, he's sleeping on the concrete. And I was like, yeah, like, he, I've been trying to get him one, like, since I got here. You know, I didn't, I'm not even on my medication I'm supposed to be on yet. And he's like, 
I'll do something about it. And they look at him, and there must be something on his notes or something. He must have attacked somebody with his mattress. Because they're still putting him in a room with one with you. Like, how do you not qualify for a fucking (laughs) mattress when it's like... Also, he sucks at negotiating. You get, like, a mattress and a sheet. Like, that's it. Yeah. If you're only getting a sheet, what'd you do? That's some serious punishment. Like, also, he sucks at negotiating because at all those days, he's like, can I have your oranges? And I was like, um, um, I was like, usually I'd say no or I'd trade him for cookies or something like that. Or he'd ask me, yeah, he'd always want my oranges. And um, at one point, um, he's going to put his, like, his he didn't eat the slop or anything and i learned later that i shouldn't either but i was like hey if you're not gonna eat it i'll like i'll eat it and he was like yeah for your oranges it's like you can't use that you can't use garbage as a negotiating Mm-mm. skill you no. are already gonna throw it away and he yeah. goes all right then you can't have it and then he just like do, does that out of spite okay. and i was like all right and then later in life i'm like a oh, better negotiating tactic would be like hey uh you want an orange you, you can i have a cookie or something sure give me your mattress <laughs> yeah or just like, i would be saying that the entire time or immediately come out with it and treating it like it has value like i'll trade you the slot for the orange and you might think of it completely differently yeah instead if of, you were the if you were the one to initiate it yeah i'd tell you to go fuck yourself honestly because i'd be like I don't want the slop. Nobody Not wants for the slop. <laughs> yeah. One portion is I was terrible. just going to say, if you're going to throw it away, like, we're not going to eat anything for the next, well, like, 20 hours. I'm glad you said that you learned quickly that was not uh, the right solution. Well, I got food poisoned with Pete for seven days. Yeah. That and that's when he started getting ma- He started getting really, like, mad at the guards and stuff because they were treating me like shit. And he's like, dude, he's like, you're poisoning him. And, like, I'd go to, like, the doctor and they'd stuff, stuff, and they'd be like, well, are you eating anything weird? Yeah, the stuff you're giving me. And that's it. And that's it. And they're like, they don't have commissary in the hole? You're, you shouldn't be allowed to be a ner- nurse or any member of the jail system unless you know all the facets of everything. Yeah. Like, I fucking hated that. I would recognize that motherfucker, though. Uh, that uh larson larson yeah larson and livingston i would recognize those motherfuckers livingston that was his name livingston was that yeah larson was um the guy who sent me there right yeah livingston was the bald guy yeah he's a piece of shit he's a dick he's about six two i could probably point him out but I don't know, dude. I just, like, my problem is I I know I don't go to the low-life places that I know he hangs out at. Like, the dive bars that he probably, like, goes to. He probably eats hamburgers at places that also sell bait. I bet he frequents Applebee's. He probably, yeah, he probably tears it up at an Applebee's special. I would like to think that I'm just, a, I'm just Arizona trash enough and just... A much of a degenerate 
where I might come across him at like a comedy club. Because like, or if I'm performing at like a adult screengos, like a bar that's also a restaurant that shouldn't have comedy, but does. And he's just there getting trashed. I'm like, oh, joy. Let's post this on Instagram real quick. Let's start live streaming this. That's funny. I want to get a few comics over here real quick I as witnesses. don't think he would ever make it out of the house, to be honest. Because every time he's out, somebody starts to do a double take on him, he bolts. Because he knows that person recognizes him. <laughs> he's probably so awful to people, too. Yeah, totally. He's probably <laughs> pushing people and shit in stores. No, just like, he's probably made a lot of animes to, like, people. Because, like, there's a lot of psychopathic, like, criminals in there. They're like... I can't wait till I get out. I'm going to go to that parking lot and watch that guy drive away. And I'm going to follow that motherfucker home. And I'm going to learn his patterns. And I'm going to ruin his life. And I was like, I mean... You might. You might. Good for you. That's a lot of... That's a lot of time and dedication that I ne that I just don't have. I just I, don't care that much. I don't think... That, that that individual has the resources to do that. You're not going to get out of jail and just all of a sudden have enough money to survive. You're going to get out of jail and go to Whataburger. Yeah, 100%. And then you're going to get a job. Yeah. You know, or or go, maybe you had a bunch of money stashed away or something. But... And then you're going to serve that guy at Whataburger that you got the job at, because that's the first place you went out of jail and they hired you for some reason. Did, did you get Whataburger right when you got out? No. There's a Whataburger right down the road. And I thought about it for fucking a whole month about what the fuck I'm going to eat. I didn't put a lot of foresight. I was a little skeptical because I knew they, you couldn't, like, make phone calls and stuff when you got out. And I knew I didn't have a phone because I was on work furlough. So I was like, well, I'll be able to get a taxi or something. No. I got really lucky, though. There was just some random meth head in the parking lot um, that was like, I thought I'd be a taxi today. And I was like... Good for both of us because I'm not a serial killer and uh, I can definitely take you if you tried to attack me. <laughs> he just decided to drive someone? It's just a woman, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And you're but like, like I she's, need to go to Gilbert. Yeah, and I was like, um, she was like, um, I was like, I need to go to uh, Queen Creek. And she was like, I don't know where that is, but you can guide me. And I was like, I can do that. And she so... For like the for the last like half hour, she kept going. Is it pretty? Is it pretty close? Is it up ahead? It's just a few more months. <laughs> I use my tricks as a makeup artist. I'm just, it's just a couple more minutes. Don't worry about it. Oh my god! And then she gets there. And she's like, I don't know how to get home. Just take this road all the way up to the freeway. <laughs> You'll be there in 45 minutes. 45 minutes to the freeway, though. Not back to Phoenix. <laughs> and she's like, I got paid her $100. Like, fuck her. <laughs> you paid her 100 bucks? Yeah. Oh, fuck. She's fine, then. I paid her, like, 80 bucks. Yeah. That's what the cab ride would have cost you. Yeah. that's In my head, I was going to pay the, like... I know Uber probably wouldn't be like 40 bucks or whatever, but like in my head, I was going to pay a certain amount for, uh, I was going to, I'd have to withdraw it. I had to withdraw it, so I had her stop at 
Wells Fargo's that I knew that were close to my house at the time. Mm. My parents' house. So, yeah, fuck. I was fortunate enough that my car fucking started after just sitting in the parking lot for a month. That was my... Just running through my head, I was like, God, I'm going to get out, have somewhere to be ASAP, and my car is not going to start. That was my next... My next thought was... It was... I'm going to go to work for a low. Yeah. Because there's enough people there that know who I am and like me that would just give me a ride and then um, just drop me off and then I'll just figure it out from there. Because if I can find a, if I can find like a place, like an establishment for, further enough from the jail, I can get an Uber. I had a pretty crazy experience getting released. I had this guy came in. So you're in the, the cell, you're already in your regular clothes again. Like you're, the next step is to like go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to talk to the one sergeant on duty, and then you go. Well, they must have accidentally put some guy in, along the process. They put it in the in the wrong room, so he was on intake, and he got put in with us. This guy was nodding off and stuff. He had a ball of heroin in his ass. <laughs> it was a powdered substance. He, he he he. Next thing you know, there's a room of about thirty people. 17 of the people in there were nodding off on heroin. They would all take turns snorting this shit. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, you're about to go out those doors and you're a free person. And then you can go do this and, and do whatever you want. Right. Like, instead, you're doing it in the jail. Like, being supervised. Like, and you still have to talk. You know, you still have to tell them, like, what day you got arrested and shit. I'm just like, hey, dude, it was embarrassing. I was just thinking to myself, just get me out of this room dude there's guys when we're going to court when i was going for my probation violation uh because i tested dirty when i was in work furlough because i had just done so much weed that it just never left my system <laughs> and um this guy was there's two guys and they're talking about like injected heroin and stuff in their veins and their system and they're like man i've injected heroin in every vein in my body and goes even your dick, and he goes, fuck yeah, man, that's my favorite place to inject it. Inject heroin in your dick vein, and then you jizz, it's fucking great. And and he goes, oh, I gotta do that. And that's how I learned what spinning the bowl was, because he's like, man, imagine if we got back to our cell, and I was able to spin the bowl, and I was like, I don't know what the, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, it's meth. Some other guy was like, it's meth. I was like, oh, all right, sweet. <laughs> Good the, for you. Spin the bowl. Like, everyone takes their turn hitting the meth pipe. Right. Like, yes, sir. That's uh, what I want to do in jail is be hyped up on meth. Or anywhere. I don't ever want to be hyped up on meth. That's always an no. option. You no. live in the city of Phoenix. If I'm going to do any stimulant that's going to ruin my life, I'm sorry, but it's going to be cocaine. Yeah, and it's not even going to ruin your life. It's the shit that's in it. If it's got meth in it, because you're getting at a street level, that's probably going to ruin your life. You can't find pure cocaine anymore, dude. It's not the fucking 80s. Yeah. I wish it was, too. I'd be working way more as a makeup artist. So much blood and gore. The dark web was okay. We're getting a good product for, like, two, the early... 2010s, right? How, what would you call that? Early teens? 
but not anymore. Feds are all on that shit. <coughs> and I don't really have a desire. I mean, there's, there might be a way to get real good shit nowadays, but I don't think so, dude. It, 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 I mean, they cut it with glass on the site. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I feel like growing psilocybin wouldn't be difficult, but I feel like it would take up a lot of space. No. No? Oh, no. You can grow mushrooms in, I mean, something similar to that coffee table over there. So that's like three by five. Um, yeah, you could totally grow something. In a, if, if that was a, if that had a lid, right, and was just a big Tupperware container, basically, which you can find at the store. Yeah. Yeah, you just need to keep it really sterile, and you just got to be very careful when you're opening it, what you're doing, that it's in a clean room and stuff. But you don't have to have a sterile room, right? You don't have to go crazy with it. And with mushrooms, the best, <coughs> the best thing to do with mushrooms is you grow multiple different cakes, so you don't just have all your eggs in one basket, right? Yeah. So if you start to get an infection, you just throw that section of the mushroom grow away instead of losing all of them, so... That'd be dope to do. I think a shipping container is what I'm gonna end up doing it in. So, you can just like live on like Pleasant. No, it's just, it's. <laughs> well, you can technically live on Lake Pleasant. Yes, you could live on a boat in Lake Pleasant. Oh. Uh, but my situation is I live at a resort that's behind Lake Pleasant. Very cool. No, okay. Are you still working with the pandemic? Uh, well, we have farms, and so the farms are still full of vegetables. So I, I still have a job because I still have to do shit with those veg, you know. So whether it's preserving it or whatever, I've got a freeze dryer, which is pretty cool. So I've been doing that. Uh, oh, if you're doing that, then yeah, I'll take one. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with freeze drying, but it's really a fucking cool process. It's, it's, it's like a space machine, basically. I would show you a picture, but my phone's all messed up. Oh, yeah. You know, my phone the other day. I hate to just drop, jump from one topic to the next, but my phone is so obsessive how, how much it's pissing me off because I'm not very attached to my phone so when I use it I need it to work yeah. you know well here's the thing I changed the voice on it it's pretty funny I'm not sure if you do you use Apple phones yeah okay you can you can change the voice to of Siri to like I had it to a um it's an Indian man and it was a really funny dialect right yeah. Now, all of a sudden, for no reason in my map function, it just changed back to the original Siri woman voice. And at that point, it was all downhill. Like, I knew at that point it was not... Something was wrong with my phone. Because why the hell did the voice change? You know? Yeah. And now it's all glitchy and everything else is going on with it. So, Got a new one. And Apple stores are closed right now, so... They do this, yeah. Oh, yeah. Horizons are open. And what's that? Horizons are open. Yeah, some Sprint stores are open, some Best Buys are open, but they don't have the phone that I want because it's a brand new phone. So it's the SE. It's a real basic iPhone, but 
So you, they order it, or they deliver it in like a day. So that's the deal. Nice. So it's that day, it was, I ordered it yesterday, it's showing up today. Hopefully I don't have to sign for it. <coughs> I watched that Hypa Hypa video, and it's a whole bunch of dudes wearing mullets. And they're just like metal music. I have some video games, but like, see, I don't have a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a video game guy too much. I've got a motocross game. That's what I grew up playing, is motocross games and like racing games and things like that. That's what I like. Yeah. I don't like shooting games. I don't like violent video games. I like the I like fighting games, but not all the time. Hmm. I've never played a fighting game. Really? It's just like, like Super Smash Bros. is a fighting game. Yeah, I don't even recall playing Super Smash Bros. I have Injustice, and that's a fighting game. It's just like heroes fighting. Do you fight with the heroes? And the villains. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I got Corona when it began in the very beginning. When I was at Motionless and White's concert. With my best friend, whose sister, we didn't know who was pregnant at the time. Okay. Found out later, conceived that child in his bed. In her brother's bed? Yeah. House sitting. Great. It was like when you told me to, I took it to a really dark place and I was like, he was like, and I feel like I should be Godfather because of it. I was like, ah, oh, because you feel like your sperm is also on the bed, so you feel like the baby could be yours. Oh my God. And he was like, I don't, I don't know how your mind works. I was like, I don't know. If it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's his sister, you could have fucked them too and been like, yeah, she only does anal too, so that's really impressive that she got pregnant. <laughs> I only did oral. Ah, I'd have to plug in my other thing, but you can play it so solo, I guess. Oh no, I'm really bad at video games. I'm not interested in playing. It's like a skill set that it's not that just, I I'm yeah, not I'm good not, at them. I just never spent the time to be good at them. Oh, um, and I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. fine with not being good at video games. I I play Overwatch with my friend, but like that's. It, that's literally the reason I bought this. And then I realized, oh, it's also a DVD player. That's Netflix and stuff on YouTube. Cool. Yeah, I, I got my... I use it a lot for Netflix and YouTube. There was a game called... Well, that's not like an idiot by saying that. The game Fortnite, when it first came out, mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be a lot like... Like, the original version of it was cool. Yeah. And then, as every video game comes out, people get really competitive with it, and then it's not fun anymore. At least for yeah. me, right? Because I just, again, refuse to, like, play it enough to be good at it. But I like the building side of it. Like, I almost downloaded Minecraft last night because... I love Minecraft. Dude, Minecraft was so fun, but then all of a sudden, with, when, when you had to start... It was like when you had to enchant your stuff, you know, and like there was a lot. You had to start reading forums to figure out how to play the game. Oh, really? They added more complicated shit to it? It got beyond complicated. Yeah, and it just made it not fun for me. I was like, shit, all right. And then ultimately what really happened was... Like, is that's why I like The Sims when we're, when we're kids. 100%. I love The Sims. And yeah. I'm I, actually, I could I still like spend... I houses, and I like to control people's lives. 
they were all a big garage with a, with a bed in them. Yeah. It was basically my house in The Sims. But I like the old version, too, where you could, like, when they're taking the shower and it's all blurry, and then you can pause it, and then you can move the person into the living room so they're showering without the blur. You ever do that? No. You ever cheat, you ever cheat the sensor codes? <laughs> That's funny. Because you're that big of a pervert? I always was a pervert with my fucking Sims characters. Not always. Obviously, I didn't have like a problem or anything, but... <laughs> I like real too when they would uh the new sims would like zoom in on the thing and it'll be like oh, all the sheets would go tossle and all the exclamation points above it. I never played I only played Sims 3. You've only played the very new Sims? Mm. Played all the versions. I had every map pack and extension and all that stuff because one of my friends was also into it, so we just buy Every other one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then. I found myself drinking more in the pandemic, in the pandy. But it's also like, I've been talking my, um, another comic I, I know that I, um, that I go on the road with. And, um, he was like, uh, I feel like I have too, but I think it's more to get like, my energy up to what it is normally. I think that's the mindset every time I start to drink. Yeah. I was like, because normally, like, I don't have to drink and stuff, but because of what I do, it, I pretty much party mm. every night, even though I am working and doing things and I'm, like, doing a show. Mm -hmm. But it feels to me, because, um, you know, obviously people are spending money to party, to come to these events and they're partying and they're drinking and stuff so you take on that atmosphere so it also when you're not doing it i miss the chaos i mean so i miss the like crazy chaos that's going around me where it's just like you know you can't control anything yeah i mean i work in a kitchen and my favorite place to be is on the line at a dinner a really busy dinner rush yeah that's one of my favorite things to do. Just that pure adrenaline. It's like an unmatchable sense of being a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. As well as just you're freaking busy, man. Like you can't imagine how much you have going on in your head. And I just love how consuming that is, right? And it's only for a short time. Yeah. Right? It's going to end that night at 9 o'clock. It's done. Then you clean up and you go home. So you must have that like um... – because I've talked to my best friend's wife about this too. Is uh, she's a baker, so it's like a, probably similar to being a chef, but a little different because there's waiting periods mm -hmm. that you don't have. I think that you you probably don't have. But um, like when I'm doing, uh, if I'm like, I'm like a stream of consciousness uh, comic too. So if I'm saying something, I know what the point's gonna be, uh, in my head, and I can see it in advance. But what I'm saying right now, I'm not necessarily paying attention to specifically. I just know I'm trying to get to that point. So I'm trying to arc it to that point. But I can see it. I can think about things like uh, separate from me talking, if that makes sense. Yeah. In those like moments and things like that. Do you feel like the same way I'm like doing cooking? 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's something that I think is... Uh... It's definitely what keeps me uh, interested in doing it every day. Yeah. 
biggest thing for me too is people I work with are really great. You know, like working with farmers is really cool. Yeah, I'll always have a farm no matter where I live. Yeah, even I if I live in an apartment in the future, you know, like I'll definitely be growing stuff with what little space I have or whatever. I'd like, like to grow like herbs and stuff like that. You get yeah, you can get one of those vertical things and grow all sorts of shit. I wish I could have chickens. I've got six chickens and three goats. The chickens produce eggs, and the and the goats are pygmy goats. Yeah. So if we have a male, they'll produce milk, and they they're actually like a really good breed for for milk. Yeah. But for now, they're really dude. I got them on Craigslist for twenty five dollars, not each as a whole. Really? They lived in someone's house. They had all their shots. They were like clean. Damn. Yeah, and she was given away for twenty five dollars. I was like, okay. Wait. That's a lot cheaper than two hundred fifty. Yeah, cool. And uh, so we just put them in the chicken coop, and they've been happy ever since. I mean, they they eat everything. They eat their housing, so we have to keep like rebuilding their infrastructure. But there's a bird in my bedroom right now. How big? She's a fucked up parakeet. Mm. She's like um, my friend's wife used to work at a pet store, hence all the animals. And she had to quit because of all her, all her uh, hay allergies. Like, she couldn't breathe anymore going into work. So she's the assistant manager. She was like, I need to quit. But um, she saved this, like, parakeet that was going to just sit in the back of their... That's Apparently, that's what happens to birds and pets that don't get, pet, like, bought up. They just rot in the back of the storage closets in the dark. In the dark? Yeah, like they feed them and stuff, but they're just like, you're just in the back. Nobody gets to see you because nobody wants you. How do they, (laughs) who would judge whether no one wants them or not? Well, if they're just out there for a certain amount of time and stuff. Really? Yeah, dude, like there's a fucking parrot that's bitching. He only likes dudes. His name's Ripley. And um, he's a cockatoo. And uh, he loves hip-hop music and Motley Crue. And I think it's because Motley Crue has that, like, that vibe that uh, Metalcore has, whereas they don't um, go against the beat, they go with the beat. Okay. And I think that's what the bird likes. (laughs) The bird likes metal and rock and roll. My mom's got a uh, scarlet macaw. It's a big bird. Before that, she had an African conure. It was caught in the wild, so it had a lot of wild tendencies. Yeah. Big bird. I like birds. Birds are cool, man. They're really smart. Yeah. This one, the, my mom's current bird, she can talk, you know, and or say, you know, smaller phrases. It's and like they have personality too. That's the yeah. thing. Like birds are, they got a lot of intelligence, so it's cool. That bunny's a spoiled bitch. All bunnies are, unless they're, like I said, they normally stink. No, he smells fine. I just, like, I know that he walks on his poop, so. Bun bun. Also, I think my problem is with prey animals is I feel like you have to catch them. Whereas, like, Cassie will just come to me. Yeah, why is it trying to run away? You have to pet it. You might want to run to you. His name's Toshi, apparently. 
Toshi from American Dad. Sweet. It's like, I want some whiskey. Uh-huh. That's a very cute animal. I, I live with a uh, American Bulldog right now. Nice. He's like 110 pounds. He's freaking huge. Uh, he's limping around this morning. He runs into the cactuses and stuff a lot, so... But he gets him out himself. Like, I like goats. But it's something about, like, a small prey animal. Like a bunny. I, like, I, I don't like delicate animals. Yeah, I'm not a fan of delicate animals. And I feel the same way about cats. Ah. Cats? Dude, I used to love cats. Talk to me two years ago, I would have been telling you I, want, I can't wait to get a cat. I don't think I'm ever going to get a cat. No, I think they're cool looking, but they're evil. That's it. They just have... You could be petting a cat that's a really friendly cat. And then next thing you know, it just bites the fuck out of you. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck that's did my I brother's do? cat is. It was like, just purring. And then he just bit me. And they are just unpredictable consistently. So I'm not... Yeah, no. It's okay. I don't want an animal like that. A dog? Mm. A, a dog? I've... You could you could poke my dog a cat in the and eye. A ferret are the same thing in my opinion. Yeah, I don't even know. Like how to a use. ferret is. Do they bite? Ferrets bite. Fuck that! I don't want to get bit by something like that. Yeah, ferrets bite. My dad has stories of like he would be pet sitting for his for his brother, and uh, he'd go to sleep, and the ferrets ferrets would escape from their cages and bite his ear. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty fun. I love his short ears. I think they're so like ridiculously small in comparison to his butt. My his dog's gonna body. freak out when I get home. Just smelling this. I know that's how Cassie is too. She's like, I don't understand why you won't let me chase it. You'll let me chase things outside. You'll let me chase this one. <laughs> his eyes are like not. <laughs> they're not symmetrical. I didn't expect me to. Oh, my dog's eyes are all, one's way bigger than the other. No, they're they're not. I feel like they're not even. I get it. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but you're right. One is bigger than the other. Oh my gosh, there's this pillow on top of his. I know. He's got this like. No, I we told um, Andrea um is his owner was like um, I feel like you just like the bunny enough where. Maybe he just loves you and you just want to keep him. I was like, I don't need a bunny. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I think you want the bunny. And I was like, if you don't want the bunny, you should let the bunny free. But I don't want the bunny. <laughs> How do you feed the bunny? She, it just That's what's cool is like if I had a farm or something, I would just have a bunch of outdoor bunnies like chicken and keep them like chickens. So I'll take the bunny. If <laughs> she if she me. wants if she wants a new home for the bunny, I'll take the bunny. Oh, <laughs> my neighbor is as five and a seven year old, and they they love animals. We've got two tortoises too. But yeah, that's all. It it just eats the the hay compressed hay pellets that the rabbits eat, and then the hay. It would probably love the compost too. I throw we have hay and, and pellets and stuff we put in for the chickens, but I also put a bucket of compost in there. That's so what the tortoises like to eat, you know, rinds and shit, just berries and stuff. We should get you a bunny. We're 
regardless of what she says. I want the personality of this one. And yeah, this one this seems one's old, chill. right? This one's kind of old. Yeah, I think the trick is getting it in a um, getting an adult bunny. I personally like the bunnies that are really fluffy, though. You ever seen those bunnies? The ones with the big floppy ears? It gets fluffier than this. Oh, dude, they have they have ones with oh shit. 